Hey everyone, and welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail. Well, all the backlash. On one side of the table, we have Chump Slap. Sharks pulling off a jewel heist? Ha! It could happen, but not if scuba cops swimming around. <laughs> the other side of the table's Doctor Scientist. I'm gonna whip this little bitch in the face if she makes Pete. <laughs> My name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say, when your kid throws a tantrum and holds his breath, you hold your breath too. When you regain consciousness, believe me, he's ready to leave the toy store. <laughs> Welcome to Potty Time. One egg was 40 eggs? That's a big fucking pile of garbage. I'm the farting demon in this relationship. <laughs> I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an embarrassment. God, I'm awesome. Today. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicle. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercing? <laughs> no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. How could that be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. If you want cheese, you get a milk. You're waiting for me. No, I can hate on it. It sucked. Boners. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Bloody Time. The podcast that had to clean up a whole bunch of dog vomit at four in the morning and just thrilled about it. I heard the sound. You guys know the sound. Anyone who's ever had a dog knows the sound. Uh, I I I would pretend to be asleep. Oh, God. I couldn't. I was the only one in the room. I apparently sent the wife away to the guest room from my snoring. (laughs) It was just me and the one dog. And he was like, "I'm, I'm dead asleep. I'm asleep hard, guys. Hard. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> I'm like, no, no. And then I'm look, and then I hear it happen, and I I get up, I turn on the light, I look at the bottom of the bed, I'm like, where, where the fuck's this dog? <laughs> like, what? I heard this. I'm not going crazy. And then I there's like a little bench that helps the dogs jump up to the bed, and he was tangled in the the bench, like in the covers. Oh. So he just puked all over the covers. Oh. Nice. And then I'm like, dude, and then I got him out, and then he puked on the carpet a little bit, so I th- I sent the carpet and I put it in the dryer, the washer, and then I'm like, okay, fine, we're done, and I go to pet him, and he's wet. I'm like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, he was wrapped in the thing. Yep. Yeah, so I cleaned him off. I, was, I got him with, like, a washcloth. I'm like, he's probably fine. It was mostly foam. And then the next day... This morning, I wake up and I, I move the covers and just get that waft of oh, sick. Oh, And I'm like, this is this is gross. And then he's like, oh, I'm ready to start my day. Let's go outside. Like, go fuck yourself, dude. <laughs> Great story. All right. That's that was what my you did morning. this weekend. <laughs> that's all my updates. How about you, Dr. Scientist? What have you been playing, watching, doing? What's going on with you? What have I been watching? Sure. I'm still watching RPG Limit Break. You know, speedruns of RPGs. You sick, man. <laughs> If you find something better for me to watch, I'll watch it. Disc golf. Do they fly through like all the text when they do those? Uh, they when to, they right? can. They got to okay. do it as quick as possible. Sometimes you can't skip cutscenes. Mm. But for non-skippable cutscenes, doesn't the timer stop? No. Okay. Everybody has the same length of cutscenes, so why would it? It stops for loading. I though. suppose you're right. No. I've seen only certain ones. Uh, they, they don't do that anymore. That's old school. It's probably easier to police if you don't pause it. You know what I mean? Because you're right. Everybody has the same. Well, sometimes it's done with like in-game counters. And they don't usually don't increment while it's loading. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Exactly. But they, they rarely use in-game counters anymore. Well, fuck me then, man. <laughs> now, Dr. Scientist, I know you thought about this. If gun to your head, you had to attempt a speed run you think you could beat. Or like, at least wait, wait, put wait, like wait, a, a solid. World record? Um, let's say top 20. <laughs> Is there anyone? What, what would be the one you'd pick? The one you think you have the best shot at? 
I don't know. Whatever game only has 19 records. <laughs> yeah. Made. No, I, I couldn't even do that. I was thinking Final Fantasy 1, but I don't think I could do that. Some of the, their speed runs are like 10 hours. I don't think I could beat it in that. No, no glitches. 100%. Like no glitches, I guess, because I don't really know any. Yeah. Man, I don't know. I don't know if I could do any. Man. Top 50? <sighs> top Hundo. Maybe top some. Top Hundo? You can place in the top hundo of something, dude. Ah, maybe some RPGs I played a lot. Stop. You put them on the spot, man. Yeah. No, no, like platformers because those people are insane that play that. Yeah. I just assumed you talked about this already or thought about it. Oh, no, I, don't, I guess I, don't, I just I don't know a game well enough to do any of that. That's like you. Well, what, what team would you make it on the fucking NFL or whatever? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, everyone's like, dude. I think I could make it if I was a punter. I think I could. Yeah, right. you can't. No. You can't. You can't. You can't. No. You know how hard yeah. it is to punt something? You got to punt and then run. And then you have to... Well, I, I wasn't saying the running part's the hard part. <laughs> you have to punt, put it exactly where it's supposed to be from... Under pressure, yeah. Under pressure from 60, 70 yards away. Mm-hmm. It's a harder job than you think. That's why and, there's uh, only like a handful of good punters. When, when you're like 50 yards away, you got to only punt it 45 yards. Yeah, can you even squib kick, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Somehow get it up high enough, let it hang so that your guys can get down there to down it. Yeah. yeah. It's a tough job. People who don't watch football are like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we just take for granted. We grew, we grew up in a place where everyone watched football. Yeah, I guess. I thought that was everywhere. <laughs> I, that's what I thought, too. But it's not when you try to. Have you ever tried to explain how football is to somebody who's never watched football? I you never, sound like a fucking I, I don't think a crazy can, person. I don't think I've ever met a person who's never watched football. <laughs> yeah. Someone's had, oh, God. had to watch the fucking Super Bowl or something. Oh, I mean, they watch the commercials. Oh, one of them. And they, they <laughs> like understand when someone's like running in wide open area and get into the end zone. And that's like where their understanding stops. They're like, <laughs> oh, a touchdown. Neat. It's it's very fun. I highly suggest it. But anyway, what were you talking I, about? I can Dr. say Scientist? I've never said any, met anybody who didn't know like the basics from high school football or something. Yeah, you played in gym. You know what I mean? I'm just saying those, I, these, these I, people I, exist. I know. I, I, believe, I believe they exist. Yeah. But all right. And I mean, I was even in college. Everybody I knew. Well, it's because there was also college. Everybody watched college football. How do we get on I t- football I, anyway? One I day know, I was talking about RPG limit break. <laughs> yeah, one day you're gonna find somebody and you're gonna be like, oh, this is gonna be fun. And then you're gonna try to explain it. You're gonna sound like a fucking psycho. All right, that's fair. That's like trying to explain magic to you. Yeah, same concept. Yeah. Uh, I also watched a movie called Incantation, which is a Taiwanese uh, film from 2022. I don't know if I've seen this one. That sounds familiar. It's it's kind of, it's a found footage, but it's like two found footages at the same time. One from like six years ago and one from the present. This woman has a kid and it's taken away from her when she has it and she gets it back. And it's and you find out that like six years ago, her friends and her went to this place to do some like ghost hunting thing, and they apparently got cursed, and then the curse went into her daughter, and it like you can see that in the present when she gets the daughter back, and it says it's surreal, graphic, and cynical. Yeah, it's it was okay. Cynical? I liked it a lot. I would have liked it a lot better if the voice acting would have been better because it's oh, cause dubbed it's originally Chinese. But there's, oh, okay. there's like a bunch of four or five year olds. And they're talking like adults making the voice of <laughs> really? kids. It's almost, it almost makes it unwatchable. Oh, that might make it even That's funnier. That's really funny. But I mean, it's a decent movie. It's, it's like, it's like a ghost hunting kind of found footage picture. And she's like trying to break the curse from the kid. Nice. And it kind out. of like, it doesn't go in sequence. So you kind of get the video from the six years ago when they were trying to figure out what was oh, find the thing and right. the video from now. 
That's cool. But I, I you probably will find it somewhat interesting. All right. You both should watch it. I don't remember where I saw it. Netflix? Netflix, yeah. Okay. It really rings a bell when you're going over it. I, I know, right? Would have bet I've seen it, but I guess I didn't. Hmm. Yeah, it's, that's not too bad. Give it a try. Let me know what you think. Will do. Uh, I'm still playing Symphony of Night. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's getting really hard when you get to the reverse castle, and I can't really jump when I want. And like jump and swing at the same time. But I got a crystal grim like in two minutes of farming. I was like, I'll farm it for a couple minutes on break and see if I get it. Nice. So now I got that. Awesome. That's fucking cake. Yeah. Now it's, I just hit the, it's easier now because I hit the button. I swing six times. So it's kind of, yeah. I think the trophy's like cakewalk or something like that. Like it's, oh, I I don't remember if I, easy mode or something. There might have been an achievement on my phone when I got it. But I think I'm almost have all the Vlad parts. I think I have four or five of them, four of the five. Oh, nice. And I still got to go through the clock tower. I don't know if I can get the full 200.6% because there's, if you've ever played Symphony of Night and try to get the whole map, there's some map pieces that are really hard to get because they're just like corners of things you have to hit. Yeah, I think I mm-hmm. made it to 200. I didn't get the six or whatever. But yeah, having fun with that at work. And uh, I also finished Apocalypsis when I was at home. Yeah, what do you, th- what, what do you think totally? It's pretty good. There's, a, there's some DLC with it that comes with it. I don't know if I, it came with the version I bought. That kind of tells the story of how she became like uh, accused of witchcraft. Okay. So after you beat it and you play that, you kind of see how the thing, whole thing started. It was kind of it was interesting. Cool. It, it's some of the puzzles are hard and not intuitive, as every single point and click game ever. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay. But uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you are bored and finish your backlog and you like point and click games, play that. Right I think I, I, I might have gotten the platinum. Basically, it's just solving the puzzles. Nice, nice. But. That's all I did. What about you, no Papa Scotch, besides cleaning puke up? Thanks for asking. Uh, watched a couple of spooky movies. Oh! Getting into the season. Not even spooky season yet. I know. We were. We still have the fucking movie bowl from last year. We got to oh, yeah. finish it up. Got to finish it before this spooky season. <laughs> exactly. Before we refill it again. Um, I pulled Amityville, but we had recently watched the original one. So mm-hmm. we decided that if you pull it, you get to pick anyone from the franchise. So obviously I went with Amityville 1992. It's about time. <laughs> and weird connection. The daughter in the family that uh, Amityville follows a family. It's a, a, a woman who I think is like, it's not their mom, but I think it's her dad's ex, like an ex stepmom. I don't know what that relationship is. It's strange. And then, you know, the dad who got bit by a dog and is like in bed going crazy because I guess it was like a demon dog bit him or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And then the the two kids, like a teenage boy and a teenage girl. And the teenage girl is played by Megan Ward, who was in PCU. Oh. Mm. She was the the woman that the pre-frosh liked, like the sophomore yeah. or whatever. Yeah. That girl. So I didn't even know she did anything else. She did... Amityville 1992, she did PCU and like one other thing, and that's pretty much it. It went out on top. Went out on top, right? <laughs> when you get three hits like that, <laughs> one of which I can't even remember, why would you keep going, right? For real. But it was, I remember this movie, I don't have too much to say about it, it wasn't great. There was, it was something about, it barely involved the Amityville house. Like, what are we doing, first of all? Secondly, it was about like time travel because the dad bought like a demon clock. Of course. And put it in the living room. And it was, I remember seeing it when I was like uh, too young to see it. I don't think and, I've ever seen the new ones. I mean, it's from 1992. Like the, it's, the it's not, ones. it's not, it's, you can miss it. It's fine. Unless you want to see an early nineties, stupid movie. 
<laughs> sounds right down my alley. And then uh, we watched The Pope's Exorcist with oh, yeah? uh, fighting around the world guy, Gerard Butler. Yeah, that's not who it was. Russell Crowe. There it is. Russell Crowe. Thank you. That's <laughs> no not problems. who it was. <laughs> um, yeah, it was fucking whatever. Yeah. Like, it, it's another Exorcist movie. It it It's about a supposedly true story about this real priest who's an exorcist who only reports to his boss, who is the Pope. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he, like, goes to all these things that are supposed to be, like, people possessed by demons. And he's like, 99% of the time I send him to, like, a psychiatric, psychiatric ward. Like, this is bullshit. Like, it's just a kid having a mental health crisis and they need professional yeah. help. And they're like, what about the other percent? And he's like, well, it's pure evil. And then he goes to one <laughs> that's pure evil. Like any any of the exorcist tropes you've seen in any film are exactly here. And yeah. it's not even like a fun take on it. Like that movie we watched. Oh, I can't remember the name, but it, it's the one where they do like a live stream of an exorcist and it's all bullshit. And right. then the demons actually come into the stream. Do you remember this one? With the guy who cuts his finger off. <laughs> it might be. I think it's called something like Death Stream or something like uh, that. I don't remember. I'll have to look it up, but because that one was actually good. This was this is whatever. If you're really in Exorcist movies, sure. And then we watched a fucking ooh two bummers back to back. The movie bowl was like you're gonna cry today, oh. and then it it sent us Tigers Are Not Afraid. <clears throat> Never heard of it. Oh, it's a rough one. It's about these kids in Mexico who are basically just living with each other, and we're talking children. We're talking like the oldest is eight or nine. Okay. And the, all their parents have been taken by this local gangster. They're all just trying to live. They're mad at the local gangster. And then one of them uh, steals his gun when he was super intoxicated. Yeah. Nice. And uh, they decide to kill the local gangster. And then they're basically on the run. And it's the one girl who just lost her mom. She's like, I, I think she's supposed to be seeing things as like a way to deal with all the trauma. Mm-hmm. but she starts seeing like dead people and she could talk to them. Oh, okay. Um, it sounds like a fun, it's not, it's a bummer. It's a tough one. Right. And then we rolled right into another difficult one. The devil's backbone. Have you guys ever seen that one? The Guillermo del Toro one from the early nineties? No, no, it was, it's a Spanish film that like put him on the map, like got people to be like, Oh, I think this guy can do something. It was like one of his first films. But it took place in an orphanage, uh, I think, during the Spanish Civil War. So I think that was, what, after World War II, one, before two? I think, I don't know. I don't know my history. Yeah. Especially with other countries. But it was very good, but it was very depressing. A lot more kid death. Lots of kid death yesterday. Didn't care for that. Hmm. Yeah, so that's what I did. what I play? Uh, didn't try Elden Ring. Just played more zombies. More chill. In short bursts. I think I'm just kind of, mostly just kind of took a break really from gaming yeah that's fair yeah you need one every now and again you know yeah yeah i'm not excited about anything right now i'm sure i will be i'll give elden ring another shot another couple shots probably watch some youtube videos to kind of figure out uh i don't know what i'm supposed to be doing or how (laughs) (laughs) it's fair (laughs) it's a good start i mean i i haven't been this confused with an open world and since the first time i played fallout 3 where i got through like the vault and got outside and i was like what am i supposed to do now and and just anything, yeah. just whatever you want. You, doesn't tell you shit, that game. They just let you loose in the world and say go. You should have either played Dark Souls or Demon Souls first, gotten used to the... Uh, the idea. Yeah. The basic structure, or any type of Souls-like game. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, like one of the original ones would have helped yeah. get the basic... Probably. Loop, 
your gaming loop down. Too late now. Yeah. Jumping into the deep end. Every, everyone said this was an unbelievable game, so I'm I gotta give it its fair shake. And you know, we'll see how I go. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yep. That's all I can ask. But all that bummer shit. That's what I did this week. How about you, Sir Chomp Slap? What are you playing, watching, doing? What do you? What's going on over there? Please do something happy, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. Played some more Alan Wake. Finished that up. Oh, you finished it? You got through the story? Yeah. What'd you think? Meh. <laughs> I thought it was fun. Like it was a nice mix of like Twin Peaks weirdness. All right, well, it, I don't think it was weird enough. Yeah, I, no, I know what you mean. It wasn't, like, it was weird, but it could have been way weirder. Yeah, and by the end, I just got tired of shooting fucking inanimate objects flying. Did, and neither of you have played the DLC for Control yet about no. it. All right. I can see how it connects, though. Yeah, I just don't like it. Don't yeah, like it. but the whole thing didn't, it was just so stupid. I mean, I'm sure people love it. Don't, I don't want to shit all over it, but. You can hit on it, it sucked. Boners. But there's one part where he just like he finds a record in the that band's cabin and it's like <laughs> You're gonna need the witch's cabin key. <laughs> it's just like it was so bad. I thought that was fun as hell. That was the weirdest segment where you find the old metalheads and they just have a stage outside and you have to protect it. Yeah, yeah. That it did I I will admit it felt a little out of place <laughs> in the Alan Wake or the Alan Wake game. Yeah. But those old burned out metalheads were fun. And yep. they apparently knew so much more than you thought they did. Right, right. But then by the end, I was just like, I'm done with this. It's silly. So I played a little Salt and Sacrifice, started that up. Is that the uh, new one or the? Yeah, it's the new one. The newer one. Yeah. The one with the the witches or what they're called. I don't even know. I got to the Poison Swamp and I haven't played on. Is so. that the second level? No, the second Third. level is the. Yeah, second level is the. Poison Swamp is where it starts to get really kind of annoying until you get more powerful. Yeah. So I figured I'd just have to level up or whatever. We'll see. What, what you got to do is uh, go back and fight those mages or whatever they are again until you can get good, decent weapons. I, uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. I can't use any of them because apparently I put all my points in like heavy swords and clubs and none of them give you clubs <laughs> or swords. It's so stupid. But you, you can reset your stats, can't you? Yeah, you get like a reset one every five levels or whatever. But So you put all your points in weapons that you can't farm early yeah kind of gotcha. can't make anything spe- cool with it so at least you just get armor so you take less damage yeah then i have to put all my points in the fucking oh you don't have the right armors either donkey back or whatever that allows Word. you to carry heavier shit man i gotta go back and look at it because you have to stay at 50 percent to roll even oh there's some things you should get down to 25 yeah some but eh, fuck it 50 is hard enough did you ever see oh, i gotta i gotta send it to you there's a a youtube thing that i forget what they're called but they do like uh, souls, like real NPC kind of things from our, and he's like, what happens when you get invaded by a guy and he's just like fat, he's like naked and he's rolling around. And he's like, <laughs> oh, you can't catch me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Then I watched a couple movies though. Hmm. Tell us. I watched okay. the, the clone Tyrone. Oh, Can nice. You tell us that before. No, I got no, see I that yet. Papa Scotch talked about it. I thought you talked about it too. I don't think so. It doesn't matter. Talk about it again, because I'm going to see one of these It's times. pretty good. It's, like, I thought it would be weirder the way it started off, and then it just, I mean, it's weird, but I don't know. Maybe my my slap-o-meter's <laughs> out of whack. Your slapometer? Slapometer, yeah. Slap-o- it skewed you too hard to the weird, that yeah. when something's just a little weird, you're like, this isn't weird. Yeah, this was pretty weird, but then it's like, oh, it's just, I don't know, social commentary. By the end of it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, it's still a good movie, though. Check it out. 
I like. I thought Jamie Foxx was a lot of fun in it. Yeah, he's a really good character. And the main, who's the main guy? Was he anybody? I don't know. Did they give him a name? I think Tyrone? they did. No. No. You don't know Tyrone until the last fucking second of the film. It's funny. But yeah, check it out. Yeah. It's a good movie. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Well, whatever. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Check it out. Yeah. Watch this other one called Cobweb. It's got Cobweb. Lizzie Kaplan and Anthony Starr. Oh. I don't know who Interesting. Is. It's a new one, eh? Anthony Starr's the Homelander from The Boys. Okay. If you ever saw Oh, you never saw The Boys? No. He's but, also the main character from Banshee, which is an amazing show that only I've seen. <laughs> yeah. I keep trying to want to watch it, but... I keep trying to want to watch it. <laughs> I put on the first episode, and I'll just, like, zone out, like, duh, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, that's what I do with Banshee, too. I saw the first, like, I got, like, <laughs> halfway through the first episode, I was like, well, whatever. Yeah. Well, I'll finish it another time. <laughs> it's not for everyone, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, but this one's, it's a good creepy one. Like, their kid hears, like, a knock on the wall in their bedroom, and they're just, like... You're not hearing anything. You're crazy. Blah, blah, blah. And then it turns out some weird, creepy shit going on with this family. So I don't know. Is it good? Thumbs up? Thumbs down? What do you think? It's a good thumbs up, spooky one. Check it out. Cobweb? Cobweb. Yeah, it's good for the season that's coming up soon. So. Oh, yeah. Spooky season. Fucking A. Check it out. And then I watch Pawn Shop Chronicles again because that movie's fucking awesome. (laughs) Have Have you discussed this already? Uh, I'm pretty sure I have. I think I watch it once a year. It had to come up before. It's got a whole bunch of fucking people in it. Brendan Fraser plays a, a Elvis impersonator. <laughs> I like it. It's got Paul Walker, Norman Paul Reedus, Walker, Elijah yeah. Wood. Yeah, Elijah Wood plays a psycho. It's pretty good. Look at this cast. How like? Yeah, I bet someone can pull audio of me already saying from like two years ago how did i miss this <laughs> what is it again pawn shop chronicles it tells like three to four door different stories they all intertwine you know one of those type of games yeah yeah things but yeah huh. it's really good check it out watch it at least once a year paul walker's last film before he died yeah he's fucking awesome in it too he was really great in uh damn it yeah what was the one where he's an undercover cop and he puts a gun that was a murder gun in his safe and another neighborhood kid steals it I don't know. I'll have to watch some Paul Walker movies. I'll remember it. It's, and I'm not looking at it right. Running Scared, of course. That was a good one. Yeah, I guess. Please, so. Joey Gazelle. You got to check that one out if you haven't. Yeah, well, you got to check out Pawn Shop Chronicles. All right. I'm writing it down. I told you at least once. Okay. Well, now at least twice. <laughs> so, yeah, that's all I did. Everyone go watch Pawn Shop Chronicles because it's a fucking great movie. Okay. Well, that's all we got for what we're going to watch and talk about and do. Yeah. Let's go ahead and move into the plotty time vibe chat. Mm, 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 Ooh, what's mm, the vibe this week? Mm, mm, I'd mm, like to mm, know Scotchy. Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. Boners. All <laughs> right. Let's go ahead and talk about some shit that happened. Uh, first of all, did you guys see all the new fun PlayStation peripherals that are coming out? Nope. I saw the new like portable one you can play on your own Wi-Fi. Like, what the fuck? I am so confused by that. I kind of get it, but I don't really get it. I get it if you're like a kid and your parents won't let you play on the main TV or something. <laughs> yeah. It seems like such a niche thing, though, right? It's it's so that if your TV's being used, you can play this handheld version of your PS5 around the house somewhere. Yeah. So it's like a Switch. Kind yes, of, except yeah. it can't do anything on its own besides that. Yeah, it has to be playing off your PlayStation. Apparently, you can't be streaming games. So nothing from the PlayStation lineup, that PlayStation Plus lineup. That won't work. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, I'm sure they're 
lag issues. Uh, aside from that, they're also selling the Pulse Elite headset, which is just a new headset. And they're selling the earbuds, PlayStation branded Pulse Explore earbuds, but they're 200 bucks. Yeah, I might get the new headset. I could use a headset. I got the one from launch, so I'm going to probably pass on that. I was looking at the earbuds, but... I'm not paying 200 I mean, I would pay 200 bucks for a nice pair of earbuds, but from what I read, the Sony WMX headphones, they work with a PlayStation, so I'll just buy those and use them somewhere else besides yeah. my PlayStation all the time. Well, you can use these other places, right? I don't know. That's a good question. I'm pretty sure they're just like regular earbuds. You can hook them up to your phone or whatever. Well, apparently they use you have to use an adapter. I don't know if it's just for the ear, the headphones. It could be for both the headphones and the earbuds. I'm not sure. But for the headphones, you need to use an adapter, a USB one, because they work on some kind of technology that's like a different version of Bluetooth called PlayStation Link. Oh, I hate that. And apparently these devices will eventually work on, like, the next PlayStation 5 model that they come out with. They'll work natively with whatever PlayStation Link is. Yeah, forget it then. I'll just use my surround sound. Play that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was more hyped up about the different color fucking wings that you could buy for your PlayStation, the different case inserts that were different colors than I am for these three things. Yeah, pass, hard pass. I mean, soft pass. I actually stopped listening a while ago, so... Yeah, you said PlayStation 5. I'm out. <laughs> Just 500 bucks for, or 200 bucks for the PlayStation screen when you could probably just do that like on the on an, on the app in the phone, right? Like, why do we need to? Yeah, I don't understand. Whatever. That. But yeah, that's some boring, boring ass PlayStation news that Jumpslap does not have time for. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. Um, I don't have a whole lot of news. I've, I've got other stuff going on, like uh, Atari's releasing a replica 2600 console. Like a mini, like everything else? It's like a mini, but it can actually play cartridges, too. Oh, that's cool. Hmm. So I think it's a smaller version of that that can play cartridges, and all it has, like, HDMI, USB-C, you know, all the new yeah. shit. And uh, I, I got some news. Oh? What? What? You guys see they have a, a little... Well, they showed some gameplay of Killer Clowns from Outer Space. What? Did they? I missed that. Yeah, it looks like kind of like Left 4 Dead or something, but... Isn't it one of the multilateral whatever? It probably is. Looks like you can either play as civilians or clowns. But then, I don't know. The clowns look like it was fun to play. They have all the weird gadgets that they had in the movie and stuff. Well, like the uh, cotton candy gun? Yeah, like the popcorn gun, too. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, uh, you guys know Spirit Halloween, the store? Yeah pop up in old stores, sell a bunch of bullshit. Right. Uh, they sold a can, uh, cotton candy gun last year I purchased. Oh, sick. And I this year I bought the popcorn gun. <laughs> oh, they have it. Oh, I'm going to have to buy a popcorn gun. It's not free. I'll tell you that. It's, does it look like the thing? It looks exactly like the thing. It's fucking awesome. I'll send you a picture <laughs> of this. <laughs> or go to Spirit Halloween popcorn gun. It's fucking sick. And then I also picked up, we went to our first uh, Spirit Halloween store of the season last weekend. Uh, for those of you listening at home, it's August here. <laughs> so we went to our first one last weekend and uh, I picked up, they had the acid pie. You could pick up an acid pie. I don't think it's as fun. It's still in the box. It's just kind of like a rubber thing. Oh, wow. This gun looks fucking badass. <laughs> it's pretty sick. It goes well with the cotton candy gun, but nice. I, I, I really want to play the game. I think it'd be fun, but we don't have friends. Yeah, like, I don't the, know if it's uh, like a, maybe you could play it one player. I don't know. 
recently that um, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game just came out, and that's a multilateral one where you're trying to run away from Leatherface versus being Leatherface and trying to kill you. Yeah, I don't know. There's too many of those coming out, man. Just give me a single-player campaign, bro. I know. Like, if, if I was in high school and everyone was around and everyone was playing it, I'm sure I'd have a ton of fun doing it. Yeah. Like, definitely. Yeah. But it's just not the life I lead anymore. I'm just sitting at home by myself trying to play Elden Ring. <laughs> <laughs> Shooting zombos. That's all I'm doing. Yeah, I hear that. Uh, what else I got for news? I got, uh, ooh, Taco Bell news. Oh, mm. shit. I know Dr. Scientist wants to hear about this, but apparently Taco Bell are testing new chili crisp chicken menu items in Southern California right now. Yeah. Only in SoCal? Fuck. So far. It's, it's, there's two new menu items, the chili crisp chicken tacos and the chili crisp chicken strips. (laughs) Say that five times fast. Yeah, right. Chili crisp chicken strips. Nope. Nope. Can't do it. That's why they did it. (laughs) But uh, if they catch on, hopefully we'll see them in a store near you. That is, by the way, direct news from Taco Bell Corp. <laughs> nice. You got a line straight from. I'm in their their. I'm on their uh, press <laughs> mailing list. Nice. I usually hit up our Taco Bell. <laughs> that probably would be a smarter idea. But yeah, the Chipotle news is all boring. They're all like, look at this charity we're doing. I'm like, that's not fun. Give me more avocado machines, yeah. you losers. Tell me you have a dipping taco come out. <laughs> Still haven't tried it. It's hard to eat. Yeah, I doubt it. Not like it's good. It's delicious. But it's hard to pick it up and dip it in something. Fair. Yeah, I, I love the taste of it. Yeah. Oh, it's but delicious. it's just like, it's sloppy. It's a sloppy eat. You're going to get slopped up from the slop. <laughs> <laughs> Well put. And then uh, continuing on news from last week, apparently, you remember when I told you way back when that Alan Wake 2 got pushed? You said uh, Ten whole days? a week. Yeah, it's going from the 17th or 27th or something. Exactly. Apparently, the rumor is it was pushed to avoid going neck and neck with Spider-Man 2. Cowards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there we go. Uh, that is all the news I have for the plot. Time by looking for a button. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't. Shut up. <laughs> All right, so how about we get into the game, guys? How about it? Fucking let's go. Yeah, let's get the uh, hit it up. Let's get the uh, the energy up here. How about it? Yeah, yeah. As you can see by the episode description, we are talking this week about Dark Messiah of Might and Magic. Great name. Is this a part of the Might and Magic games? It's not like a sequel or nothing. It's in the universe. Oh, okay. I guess I should have looked that up. <laughs> no worries. It was released October 24th, 2006. Number one song in the country. Any guesses? From way back in 2006. I'm uh, go with Beyonce. Ah, oh, damn it. I was going to say that. <laughs> it's not Beyonce. Uh, Shit. Kelly Clarkson. Nope, not Kelly Clarkson. Let's uh, see if we can get someone on the horn that can sing it here. Hopefully Who did you badly. say you wanted to call? Fred just, Flintstone? Uh, no, Barney Rubble. <laughs> oh, I don't. What does he sound like? I guess it doesn't matter that I don't know what Barney hey, sounds <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah. Hey, Fred. Yeah, it kind of sounds like him. Let's hear what he really sounds like. Hey, Fred. This is a song. All right, let's give him a. Let's see if we can get Barney Rubble on the horn. <laughs> I heard he moved to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you hang up on. Hey, do I go Barney Rubble? How y'all doing? Uh, 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 uh,
Wow, hey, he really became Texified. <laughs> that's, I'm pretty sure that that's your original voice you've always sounded like. Isn't that true, Barney? Oh, you bet your bottom dollar it is. <laughs> How does he know what a dollar is? Thanks, Barney. <laughs> we have C dollars. Okay, uh, uh, great. Uh, I don't know why they have C dollars in Dinosaur World, but we're just going to blow past it. <laughs> um, Barney, can you sing the song for us? You bet your, <laughs> you bet your bottom dollar. <laughs> Well, it was really clear phone yeah, there for yeah. a second. Is that Verizon? <laughs> uh, that was me. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway, here's the song. <clears throat> Shake your money maker like somebody about to pay you. Don't worry about them haters. Keep your nose up in the air. You know I got it if you want to come and get it. Stand next to this money like a hey, hey, hey. Shake, shake, shake your money maker. Money Any maker? guesses, guys? I don't. It, oh, it is. It's Money Makers. Do you know who sings it? Besides Barney Rubble. Come on, Scientists. <laughs> I cannot think of it. It's Ludacris. Featuring oh, I Cora. always guess Ludacris. Yeah, you do. You do say Luda quite a bit. All right. I'll catch you, cowpokes, later. <laughs> Thanks, Barney. <laughs> Take it easy. Classic Barney. <laughs> Barney's pretty cool. Maybe we'll have him on again later. Who knows? <laughs> I liked him. Who knows? But yeah, Moneymaker by Ludacris featuring Pharrell. Number one, number one movie in the country. 2006. October. You guys have been sniffing up this tree for so many years. Saw. Saw. Six? No. No. Saw three. Saw three is correct. Yeah. The tagline, like father, like daughter, to the victor goes the spoils. Never would have got that from that tagline. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. Uh, this is the one Dr. Lynn Denlin becomes a pawn in the Jigsaw Killer's latest gory game, kidnapped and taken to an abandoned warehouse. She finds Jigsaw bedridden and dying. Her task is to keep the maniac alive long enough for Jeff, yeah. a fellow victim, to complete his own task. I remember that. Yeah, that's one where she ends up with the thing around her neck. The shotgun collar. Shotgun collar, yeah. The brain surgery scene. Remember yeah, that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I remembered more about that one than I thought. And I'm telling you, I'm, I'm throwing this out there to the folks out there. If you're if you're crazy enough to watch multiple Saw movies in a row, they wait, They make way more sense. Yeah, they do. Way more sense. Way more sense than Hellraiser's back-to-back. Oh, yeah. For sure. Less sense than Jason movies, though. Although those are kind of silly. Fair enough. October 24th, 1861. Big day in the U.S. because West Virginia secedes from Virginia. What? Comes its own separate state. They would never do that now over slavery. <laughs> no, they would not. Wait, weren't they both slave states? Huh? Well, that's why West Virginia left. They joined the oh, North. That's not great. Hey, whatever. That, what's in the past? <laughs> it was released for PC. You can't even learn Xbox that in Xbox 360, now. developed by Arcane Studios, published by Ubisoft. It is a action-adventure platformer RPG nonsense. Chump slap, you picked it this week. So sure how about you uh how about you lead us into it? Let us slide on in there. Tell us what this game's all about. All right. Picture, if you will. About a thousand years before the this game's the start of it. There was a war between <laughs> I'm there. I'm there. People and demons. Elves, dwarves, humans, and demons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. The war was won by humans because a wizard named Saralam, the seventh dragon, built a prison to contain the demons. But it prison has had a weakness to it and after he died saralam's skull was hidden away so nobody could open the gate and then it was prophesied that a dark messiah would use it to set the demons free sounds pretty cool right 
It sounds cool, but it's always really bummer when you hear stories kind of like that where the humans are one of the classes and the humans end up winning. It's like, man, they're the lamest ones. Yeah. Well, this was a dragon guy. He had a dragon skull. Yeah. He was like half dragon. He was dragonborn. Yeah. He was like the last dragon, Sean Connery. Ooh. What do they call dragons in this? Something different. Pie. Shit, I wrote it down. It's so far. Kai. There it is. Cow pie. Pow Kai. Yeah. Cow pie? That's the shit in Elden Ring. Wait, they have cow pies in Elden Ring? They have some type of dung. Oh, I'm thinking it's in Dark Souls, but it might be dung of some other sort. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a dung eater. In oh, Elden shit, Ring. I'm getting into this game. Can I be <laughs> yeah, the dung I know eater? The older ones class? you could throw them at and give them like toxic status, which is worse than poison. Yeah. But we're not talking we're not about talking Elden about, Ring. Yeah. So. Sick. Game starts. Now he wants to play. Yeah. <laughs> right? This guy named the dung eater? Fuck yeah. <laughs> so, game starts. You're Sarath. You're just a, a mage in under the guidance of a wizard, Fenrig, who speaking to you telepathically when you start, it's like a little fucking tutorial here. And he takes you on a quest to retrieve the Shantiri crystal. Mm. So you get you get it, you go through this blah blah blah. Get oh, it. oh he's like, Yeah, you gotta go do it. Yeah. So you bring it back to Fenrig and he's like, You're gonna have to go to my friend. Menelag. He needs the crystal to help him find the Skull of Shadows, which is what we're both looking for. It's something we both want. It's going to be great. Don't ask any more questions. Mm-hmm. Also, here's this spirit person named Xana, and she's going to psychically talk you through everything. She's going to be your guide. She's going to help you out and such. It's just a way to put like an, a name of voice in your ear in the game. She looks like one of those ads for those really shitty PC games that have nothing to do with like RPGs or building your characters. You guys know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. come in here and play ever fight 21. <laughs> and it's just like a scantily clad armor check. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what she looks like. It was a little uh, sensationalized. Right. For my taste. Well, she's your companion now on this quest. Mm. So you get to Menelag's town. Stonehelm, and it turns out he's not just a wizard that works. He's the lord of the town. What? Oh, shit. Yeah. He's not just some rando wizard in his own shop? Nope. He's the whole wow. lord and whatever of the town. And while you're there, the town gets attacked by a cyclops, some ghouls. So you're like, all right, I'll help him out. You help out. And then you help save the town. And then you go to Menelag's residence. And you meet up with uh, Leanna, who is Menelag's niece. And pupil. And she's like, oh, great. You're here. Let's go. We're going to have a, a nice little dinner with Menelag. He's going to tell you all about the plan. And you can give him the crystal and stuff. So you go. You have the dinner. You give him the crystal. And then you're like, oh, great. So tomorrow we're going to go. We're going to take this boat. We're going to sail. And we're going to search for the Skull of Shadows because we needed this crystal to get it anyway. Perfect. Everything's coming to fruition here. Mm-hmm. But during the night, some ghouls break into Menelag's castle end up killing Menelag what? and steal the crystal. The crystal you fought for? The crystal you t- took and fought valiantly to get to Menelag. And now Menelag's dead. And it's like, what the hell? So, you, And we, we, we mean like real ghouls, not like old politician ghouls. Yeah, these are like living dead ghouls. Right. Like Why the stuff that Charlie's him? looking for. Because, well, I don't know. Maybe we'll find out. Yeah. So, Sarath, you, character, you chase the ghoul around, you fucking, there's a whole 
about a half hour run on rooftops and shit to get to the, and you end up going to this warehouse where you see a necromancer, Aaron Tier. Mm, I wonder if he's the bad guy. Well, he's the one who brought the ghouls into this world and he's opening a portal with the crystal to go to the necromancer world. Hmm. And you, uh, you cause a diversion, you open up some fucking cells or whatever, let some prisoners out and you steal the crystal back and you get the hell out of there. You hightail it out. And when you're escaping, you, you get to like the port or whatever and you fall asleep. You have a dream and it's just like a replay of the events where you met Fenrig with the crystal and he gives you Xana. But in this time, she's a fucking demon and weird shit's happening. You have a lot of weird what? things in this. Yeah. Which I'm kind of into. Yeah, yeah that's pretty neat. It's like, what the fuck's going on here? I prefer this over helicopter crashes and then losing all my weapons. <laughs> or getting knocked yeah, out fair. some other way. So you come to, you go meet Leanna at the docks, and oh my god, your ship's under attack. Or mm-hmm. it's been taken, so you have to fight back, get your whole fucking ship. So you get the ship, and you, you set sail to this island that supposedly houses the skull of shadows. Yeah, that's what it was, skull shadows. So you're on the boat, you're just floating there, you have another dream. And in this dream, you kill Liana. And Arn tears <gasps> there. And he's like, she won't be your last victim. And then you come to, and you're at the island. And you're like, what the fuck was that? So is he like trying to, well, he's in your head, obviously, but he's trying to get you to think that, oh, you're a monster. You're going to kill a bunch of people. You're you're not the good guy here. Like, clearly, Arn Tear is threatened by this guy, right? That's what it seems like. He yeah. knows you're... A danger. He knows you stole the fucking crystal back and you're going to find the skull. And he wants the skull. That's why he wanted the crystal. But he doesn't come after you. He's playing the long game. He's like, I'm going to make him think he's yeah. fucking crazy. So he hesitates and then I kill him. Well, it's kind of like Drake from fucking those games where he's like going to wait for you to get the whole all the way and then just take it from you. Yeah, the Uncharted games. Yeah. Exactly. No, I thought you meant the rapper, but that makes I, did, I, I, I thought exactly what I thought I first. I couldn't think of the name of the game. I was like, uh, from those games. Okay. From the Drake game, Nathan, sure. by the way. Well, Nathan Drake. Whatever. We're not talking about that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm getting a little defensive here. It's okay. So you make it to the island, and the whole crew that you were supposed to go meet up with, they've been killed or trapped by a bunch of orc warriors. Of course. Yeah. Classic orc fucking behavior. Am I right? Mm-hmm. I just wrote blah, whoa, blah, blah, whoa, blah, whoa, 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 whoa. What, does that sound whoa. racist to you? <laughs> it sounds racist, yeah. I'm never going to let an orc marry my daughter. No, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> doesn't sound good. We're not going to orc shame. I know that's not, not what I want to say. We're not going to. Yeah. No. Yeah. Inter- anyway, like you were saying. No interspecies hate here. No, of course not. Especially because orcs are badass. They could probably kill all of us pretty easily. Oh, definitely. So you get on this island. You fight through a bunch of orcs. And you make it to the temple of the skull. Oh, let's go get it. Yep. We might as well. Liana's there. She's like, well, I got to prepare a spell. And well, you got to go place the crystal anyway. So you go do that. I'll be preparing a spell here. I can't believe there's a clan of people who worship the skull. Isn't that the bad guys in this? The skull clan? Oh, yeah. The, the red skull clan. Well, think, yeah, the orcs you? clan. Yeah. So wait, what was the building called? I think Tem- it was just the temple of the skull. Temple of the skull. Okay, so you got the Temple of the Skull, which right now is holding the the Skull of Shadows. Do you think there's a time where they, like, lose the skull they have, and they're like, it's, 
All right, we know there's no skull in it yet. It's called the Temple of the Skull. We're going to find another skull. Don't worry about it. <laughs> We're the Red Skull Clan. We've got to have a skull. <laughs> skull Shadows was pretty badass. We rode that one for a while. It's gone now. Whatever. We're going to find another skull. Well, they hid Don't this skull there a thousand years ago. So, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe there's one before that. I don't know. All right, so let's get that skull. Right. So Sarah runs through, blah, blah, blah. He's going to take the crystal, put it in its place, but not before fighting a pale Kai dragon thing, a cyclops, a bunch of orcs, goblins, <laughs> and he fixes an elevator on his way. Because why the fuck not? Did he have to start the generator? I don't. He had to start the elevator machine, kind of. <laughs> I count that as a bingo spot. Well, the elevator, that's already a bingo spot. Fixing an elevator or, or holding off enemies when you're waiting for an elevator? A lot of elevator-related spots we could really use. Yeah, here. yeah. So he goes, fixes all this, fixes an elevator, and he fights Aratok, the orc chief and shaman of the Red Skull Clan. Hmm. He's like, I will fight you in a duel, and if you win, good you, sir, you can continue on, place your crystal. So he does, and he duels, and he wins, and the rest of the orcs from the clan, they're they're like, fuck, all right. Just, don't let us see you again, or else we're going to have to fight you. Yeah. I mean, it was a fair duel. They're very fair about it. They're like, well, it was a duel, and he fucking lost. So. Yeah, I mean. And there you were making fun of the orcs earlier. Yeah, right? They're honorable people. Yeah, clean. It's an honorable call to battle, but they, they still probably didn't like it, and they are probably like, if you come back here again. Yeah. They're like, well, that was a duel for this time you're here. <laughs> but you come back again, you're fucking dead meat. So he placed the crystal. You go back to Liana, who's like, oh, we can do it now. Oh, the whole crystal lit up everything in the temple. And she's like, here, I'll open this this simple little gate for you. And it, it's the way to the skull. So she opens the gate. You make it through. Aaron Tear shows up out of fucking nowhere. Boom. Kills Liana dead. Is Aaron Tear a physical person? Yeah. Yeah, he's a he's necromancer. An okay. <laughs> he's, he's like astral projecting into your head from afar. Or through demon vessels. Yeah, necromancers are magic, guys. They yeah, they that. have portals. They can jump around to different places and stuff. Ooh, can he turn into mist? He might. I don't know. They don't get they don't get into it. <laughs> some vampires can, some can't. You know, it's a I suppose it's on the table, right? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't put anything past him. He's a, according to Liana, he's a super strong necromancer you don't want to fuck with. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good to know. But anyway, he killed Liana. Yeah, he kills Liana. So now you're in the area of the skull you have to do a couple gem puzzles and shit you fight some spiders and stuff and then you nab the skull of shadows so you're like boom we fucking got it and once once you have it you have a vision of a demon named kabalith i don't know how to pronounce it. i think that's it like that's close that's yeah. what i would have said yeah but he tells you you're his son and you're the dark messiah of prophecy that's the name of the game set to set him free Mm. That's like some real Luke Skywalker shit. Yeah. Well, well, I, I, I understand you don't get it, Dr. Sign. Yeah, I'm not going to fuck it. Well, I didn't think anyone was a demon in Star Wars, yeah, but well, whatever. He was Darth Vader's kid. It's not even close to the son of a demon. <laughs> it's one of our nerd fans. It's for them. <laughs> Fair don't enough. worry about it. As wait we wait saying, to make the fart to cover it up. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> All right. Well, he tells you you're dark, but sorry, you're here to set him free. Blah, blah, blah. Aaron Tear shows up and he's like, the fuck you will. I'm going to kill you. And he ends up killing you, Sarath. And he takes the skull. I kind of like the moment. I kind of liked it. He's like, 
fuck you like hell you are i'm gonna kill you and you're like well i'm not gonna die i'm the main character of this fucking game. <laughs> and then he kills you he straight up kills you and throws you on a spike yeah it's pretty good so you're dead for a little bit i guess yeah and zana uses her demon powers oh she was a fucking demon well what? i mean she was in your head the whole time it's kind of yeah i know but she tried to pretend to be like a nice spirit in the beginning she uses her demon powers to revive you you lose all your weapons spot bingo spot but you get a demon power now that could make you fucking crazy strong. So you use your demon power to get all your weapons back, kill all the orcs who stole you, stole it from your corpse, and fight your way back to the boat. Mm. So you get back to the boat. They're like, oh, where's Leon? And you're like, oh, she may have died. She's dead, man. We, we won't see her again. So you sail back to fucking Stonehelm. It's a bummer because I really thought they had a thing going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Like you and Leanna? There was something there, wasn't there? She was she, she was throwing you some signals, I think. Yeah, well, so was Zana. Zana was getting real fucking jealous the whole time. Yeah, she was getting super <laughs> jealous. <laughs> Which is kind of weird for a demon. Whatever. For well, a head demon that's just supposed to be your guide? I think it's a little weird. Yeah. Yeah, well, she's a demon. Leanna's See, a good person. It sounds it seems like crossing a professional line. Yeah, right? Well, anyway, I don't know why he went back to Stonehelm anyway, because fucking Menelag's dead. Yeah. And you don't have the skull. Well, because I guess that's where you figured Arantir is. Okay, whatever. Well, yeah, because that's where he is. So by th- when you get to Stonehelm, you find out the whole fucking town's under attack <laughs> by ghouls and whatever. Second time that's happened in this game where you just show up somewhere and it's already under attack. It's the same place. Too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez, I didn't even realize that. That's Is that a bingo spot? You show up and the place is already under attack? It should, it should be. be. On some all of the right. cards, not all yeah, of them. Yeah, not all of them. Yeah, you we have some yeah, spots now. So you go to where Arantir opened the portal before to the necromancer home. And you're like, I'm taking this portal in. You get in there. You're looking around trying to find out where he is and shit. And guess the fuck what? Is he there? What? You find Liana. <gasps> what? She's alive no, she's, there. No, no, no. She's dead, though. Well, this is the necromancer world. Yeah. She's oh, alive. Shit. I should have thought of that. I should have been fooled by her dying in act yeah, two. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Who saved her? I don't know. Okay. Do they, t- do they say? <laughs> I thought Arantir did, but... Maybe. Yeah, because Arantir's not really a bad person. Spoiler. Oh, oh. Did we see her die? Yeah. yeah. Or did she just fall? Arantir and- like, comes up behind her. It looked like he stabbed her through the chest or something. Yeah. But there's a reason why she's alive. What? They're not just going to blow past it? Why is she alive? She's the last of the line. When everybody in her family line dies, that means the uh, guy can take over. The demon can take over. Oh, really? Yeah. I missed that. Hmm. Well, that's pretty neat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently when she was going to die, he would be revived because that's part of the prophecy. Oh, so he just pretended to kill her? I guess. Or Arantir killed her and brought her right back to life? I don't know. Yeah, it was weird. But he also has the skull, so he could probably do whatever he wants. True. Do you think maybe, throwing this out there for the group, do you think maybe the fact that What's her name's in your head? She could have made like a false. Oh, made it look like she it? died, so you just leave her yeah. alone and get the skull. I mean, it's just as likely Arantir made it look like she died. Yeah, true. I suppose you're right. Either way, either way. But anyway, she's back. Yeah. So here, this is where you can get different endings. Now you can save her here or not. But the one I watched did save her. We're going for the good ending here. All right. Who do you fight as the end guy? Wait. We'll get there. Okay. This is this was confusing to me because there were four endings. There's really only two endings, and it depends who's with you Yeah. at the end. Okay. Yeah, because I the, when I was reading about it and looked at it, they said if you 
went to the sanctuary and I'm purged out. Okay, sorry. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We're almost right there. <laughs> really, my next sentence. So you save her here, and then you hear of Arantir's plan is to sacrifice all the people of Stonehelm to finally seal Kaabalith away forever. That is uh, normal good guy stuff. Yeah, well, the sacrifice thing kind of sucks, but, you know, it's for the greater gotta good. Gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, it's either that or the world ends, so, you know. Isn't this exactly what they did in, I want to say, Prince of Persia, where they buried the town so the evil guy couldn't escape? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nice. So you saved pool, Liana. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Good good on you. Nice pool. Thanks. And you go back to Stonehelm, and you help fight off all the ghouls that are taking over the city. And here she tells you, you can go to the church and rid yourself of Xana, and you lose your demon powers or whatever, but at least you'll be yourself and holy. Because apparently your mom was a crazy holy person, too. <laughs> they don't really talk about her much, but... They bring up her name like once or twice. So in the one I watched, you go to the church, you get purged of Xana, and she is not very happy about it. No. No, she is not. She's very comfortable there. Yeah. But now you have like holy weapons and holy spells or whatever. And you got to find this guy named Percy, and he'll help you get to the necropolis under the city. The city was built on a necropolis. Sure. Why not? Let's throw that in there. Yeah. (laughs) What the fuck? Just like our last game, you know, tunnels underground. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I didn't think I'd make that connection, but you're right. So you make it through the necropolis. You find Aaron Tyr. He's performing the ritual. He's ready to kill everybody. And you're like, no, fucking stop. And you fight his ass. Just his ass. Well, that's how disembodied I Disembodied ass. Yeah, it's a, it's a disembodied ass. Okay, yeah, that's what it was. Just a bunch of it'd be like an uh, like an uh, enemy you'd see in I don't know Shaq Fu a legend reborn. <laughs> <laughs> nice pull. I know he's pulling all Thanks. day, man. I'm really crushing it. I'm sure that'll happen all the way through the rhyming scheme that comes with the final thoughts. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> so you beat him up. He summons a familiar bone dragon that you have to fight too. You kill him. You kill them both. You get the skull, and here you have a choice. To either free Kabalith or seal his ass away forever, and that's those are the two endings. And it depends if you if you purge yourself of Xana, you do this with Liana, and then she's in the ending. But if you do not purge yourself of Xana, Liana comes back, tries to fight you. You have to kill her, and then you're so here it's with, basically which hot chick you pick. Yeah, so you're there with Xana or Liana, and then you seal him away, or you let him fucking take over the world. Mm-hmm. And that's the game. That's that's it. Yeah, I think. Didn't I read an ending? There was there was an ending where if you didn't find Leanna the second time, she comes back later, but she's a lich. Oh, yes, you have to kill yes. her. Well, I think that's the one. If you don't save her, yeah. If you don't save her, she comes back. Because and- if you don't save her, she won't allow you. She won't tell you about the the church to purge yourself. And then you only have the demon weapons. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's it, though. That's the cool game. So we did it. We got through the game. Chump slap. I think nailed it. Thank yeah. you. I, I, yeah, I was I proud of my summary today. That was a six out of seven. <laughs> six tough. out of seven summary. Yeah. <laughs> We're uh, grading summaries out of seven. Okay. Of okay. course. Yeah. That's canon now. So. 
I think I think it'd be fair this week if I started, but I just shucks, I can't remember those questions. Okay, I got one for you. If you really want, I got three. I got well, what's one? But it's in three parts. Just go with your heart. Okay. Did watching this video make you want to be a dark messiah? It sounds like a Metallica album. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Sick. Was the story pretty good, or was it kind of make you cry? Man. I don't know. That was a weird one. Yeah. And out of 27 <laughs> stars, how many would you give this, Saya? Saya! <laughs> Beautiful. That was great. No notes. Um, <laughs> did watching this video make me want to play it? It didn't really. It's not super my kind of game. It looked kind of fun. There was a bow and arrow. You could shoot stuff. You could you could slash them with what looked like a dagger, I guess. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of like uh, Elder Scrolls. Elder Scrolls? Elder Scrolls? Elder Scrolls, yeah. Don't know that one. Yeah, you do. Skyrim. Skyrim. Oh, yeah, I do, but I don't remember those. I was mostly an archer in that game, though. You just said there was an arrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, I was an archer. I was mostly an archer in Skyrim, so I never really got like the hand-to-hand weapons yeah, as much. That doesn't matter. Does the does the story make me want to play? Does it work for me? Does the story work for me? Sure. I mean, I thought it was fun. I thought it was neat to like kind of go into this world, and you're like, oh, I guess I'm just gonna do fetch quests for these old assholes, and all of a sudden you're the center of the story and the one that matters. Yeah, you're the messiah. Yes, you're the dark messiah because your father was the also. Dark Messiah. Lineage of Dark Messiah. We'll say that. Well, he was the Lord of Demons or whatever. Both pretty sick family. I guess you didn't know that going into this game at all. That's how they played it, right? Like we didn't. Yeah. This was all revealed. It was supposed to be like a surprise when I think when he told you. Yeah. Um, I like the idea that you can also choose to cleanse your weapons or not, even if you do find Liana. So you can be like, I'm using demons weapons this round. Mm -hmm. That's just what's happening. And I, I like that they give you that option. And it does matter later. Yeah, yeah. Um, you'll still beat the game, but it does matter which one you pick. So I thought that was kind of cool. It was a little bit of branch, and that was all the way back in 2006. So, mm. you know, pretty good for its time. I also definitely remember seeing the box of this game, like the cover, because I think it was a very early Xbox 360 game. Yeah, it looks familiar. It looked very familiar, but when I saw the title, I was like, I don't remember that. All. Yeah, but, right. <laughs> Um, so anyway, did the story work for me? I thought it was fun, interesting characters. I thought we could have used more, maybe build out the world a little bit. Maybe they did in side quests and we just didn't see it. Yeah. Because we only really dealt with like four characters. But what score out of 27 stars, like I do every week, am I going to give this? I think it's... (sighs) Fuck. It's tough because I don't think it's bad. I don't want to give it a bad score. It doesn't deserve to be bad. But it's not anything that's really blowing me away here. I guess I'm going to have to give it a seven. Mm. Okay. That's fair. Interesting. Thought it was good. Nothing super special or, or crazy jumped out of you, but kept me engaged. So sure. Seven. All right. So your turn, Dr. Scientist. Okay. I, I have a couple questions. Ooh, for I, you. I know him. You're going to say it anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, did watching this video make you want to be a dark messiah of just magic? Oh, geez, you could have picked the easy one. <laughs> Did the story work for you, or was it all just so tragic? I knew that was, yeah. yeah. What else are you going to he, do? He's now? out of words that rhyme with magic. go back to magic. <laughs> it's like a haiku. What score out of 27 stars do you think you'd give it when you took a break from your sex magic with a K? 
Would I play it? Eh, maybe at the time I would have. Did the story work for me? I thought it was okay. It's kind of cliched at parts. It's just a series of fetch quests, basically. But then you find out that, uh, hey, you're the Dark Messiah. You're going to bring the bad guy around. Your dad. Yeah. So uh, you have a choice of either saving the world or uh, helping the Messiah. The, the devil will come. That was kind of cool. There are parts that are just blah. I mean. Yeah, there had to be some filler. Yeah. It's a 2006 game. The story isn't going to blow me away, I think. But uh, I thought it was all right. It kept me sort of interested. I thought it was cool that you were fighting the good guy the whole time. You yeah, don't get right. that much. You, well, you don't find out until the end. He's a necromancer, so I don't think he's bad. I mean, he just wants to sacrifice the whole city of people. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Can't be that bad. Mendeleev's already dead. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he was Who just cares? trying to stop the bad guys. And if you think about it, that's all you do in games. You just massacre cities of bad guys. So... I'll give it, I also gave it a seven, Papa Scotch. I agree with you. It's worthy of seven stars. Interesting. Usually I, you, I go higher than you. Yeah. Usually. Except for when they're perfect. We'll find out. It's true. We will find out. But first we're going to, we're going to ask, uh, Sir Chumplap there a couple questions. Mm, Yeah. Yes. Um, did watching this video make you want a magic and might of Messiah dark? Oh my God. I'm going home. Good call. (laughs) Did the story work for you, or did it not provide enough of a spark? Oh, all right. It's a million times better than his first one. What score out of 27 stars you think you'd feed to the sharks? Oh, okay. Not my, definitely not my worst. That's, no, no, no. That's top five. I give that one Wow, a, okay. A two Six. out of seven. <laughs> two? Just, yeah, it's, well, that's top five for me, right? It's at least double your next highest score. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right. Burn. Did, did watching this make me want to play it? Yeah. Actually, I did want to play it. Like, I mean, if they remade it with... It looked a little clunky, the it's running around and stuff. Yeah, I know. Man. But mm-hmm. like, if they redid with an engine or whatever, I don't know. But I liked... There were multiple different kinds of weapons. I saw like daggers, swords. You had fire and ice magic from your hands. It looked like a fun game. Did the story work for me? I thought it was pretty good. I th- I'd say it works for me. There okay. wasn't okay. too much to it. You really don't ever find out what happened to Fenrig again. After you get rid of Xana, you're like, okay, well, I don't have to fucking talk to this wizard who used to be able to talk to me telepathically anyway. Yeah. Where was he the whole time? <laughs> good question. Real good why didn't question. he just, why wasn't he like, bring the fucking skull back to me, man. Don't worry about the necromancer. Well, maybe you were gonna until you figured out what it was used for. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? I guess we won't know. But yeah, all in all, I'd say it worked for me and I would, I'd like to play it. So score, still, it was nothing, nothing crazy, nothing that outlandish in this game that made it just stand out. It's a million times better than Secret Service was. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So for that, I'm giving it a two million. <laughs> Whoa. No. Uh, I'd love to give it a seven, guys, but I did write down an eight. So I'm going to give it an eight. Got to go with the system works, man. You can't change just because you want it to be a perfect no. seven. I want it to be perfect, but it's good. It's good enough. Might be the best game you picked all year. I thought you guys were going to be praising me for it. It's like, thank God it wasn't that shit you usually get. <laughs> <laughs> that's usually what, he, what Dr. Scientist says to me. Yeah, I know, right? So uh, that gives us then for this game final score twenty two, which is not, not shabby. Uh, we recently gave a twenty two to Recore, 
And then we also gave we gave a twenty three to Resistance three, and we also gave a twenty three to Van Helsing. Recore was the one that you you were on a spaceship at the end. Okay, yeah. with the different yeah. biodomes. Yeah, was no. No, was it? Or was Recore the one on the desert planet where you had the robot buddy and you landed oh, with before all the cores? Else? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Whatever. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> yeah, you're thinking of inversion. There we go. Oh god, that was gonna bother me all night nice. if I didn't say it. Nice. But uh, there you go. Final score of twenty two. If uh, no one has anything else to add, we'll go ahead and move into our favorite segment of every week, which is Doctor Scientist Radical. Pokemon, me, poke you want you, cheese? You get Pokey a military woman. Pokemon, Cox. <laughs> Every week, yes, Doctor Scientist for one hundred percent guaranteed amazing Pokemon Lock of the Week, and he has never let us down. This week, Doctor Scientist, what do you got for us? I'm gonna go with the best plant grass Pokemon there is. Ooh, well, that I haven't picked already. Might be the sure. first one I picked. Then I don't remember a grass one. Uh, well, it may be the first one because grass ones usually suck in my book. Anyway, oh, okay. well, uh, they also have more weaknesses than anybody else, so they kind of not great. Uh, Their weakness to too much water. Uh, no bugs, fly, fire, flying, ice, and poison attacks. Of course, I'm also weak to all of those. I'm weak to them too. <laughs> I'm pretty good against poison and fire. <laughs> Toxic well, gets me. It gets me of, good. Out of the 125 <laughs> grass type Pokemon. One of the only ones I like, it's probably three or four of them, is a Cacturn. With a C? Cac. C-A-C-T-U-R-N-E, like Nocturne, but with Cactus. It's a grass dark type Pokemon, kind of like a Scarecrow. Yeah, he looks pretty neat. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. Uh, I like if a traveler is going through the desert in the thick of the night, Cacturn will follow in a ragtag group, <laughs> waiting for the traveler to tire and become incapable of moving. Then they strike. Whoa, 170 pounds. Only four foot three, though. Interesting. Yeah. It hides by being a cactus. Hmm. It's pretty cool. It's, well, grass type Pokemon usually kind of suck, but I'll give a cacturn a thumbs up. Best grass type Pokemon badass. in my book. Whoa. Did you know no other Pokemon has the same egg group combination as cacturn? <laughs> <laughs> really? Look at that. Dr. Scientist learning new shit every day. <laughs> hey, there's a thousand Pokemon. Each one's going to be special in its own way. That's so true. There you go. Well, there it is. Pokemon lock of the week, the Cacturn, or just Cacturn? Cacturn. Are this Cacturn? Yeah, okay, plenty Cacturn. Of them, not just the one. Well, I didn't know if the plural was also the singular. Oh, okay. I see what you said. Cacturn, go go eat one or buy one, whatever you do with the Pokemon. <laughs> but you don't eat cactus. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna take us to our favorite segment of every week, which is search up slaps this or that. <laughs> Boner. <laughs> nice. Week, they got that one. Uh, we give, <laughs> I do. That was pretty clean. Every week, we give Sir Chump Slap uh, seven prompts, and he has to tell us if it's one thing or another thing, this thing or that thing. This week, you're going to have to tell me if the prompt I give you is the name of a character from the film The Godfather. Oh, I don't know that one at all. Or the name of a Mother Goose character. Goose mm. or father. Or mother, mother or father. Oh, mother or father. Yeah, it's right there. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, name of a Godfather character. I feel like you know more of these than you think you do. Corleone. But we're going to see here. Hank Search Sir Slap, are you ready for the Godfather versus Mother Goose character? Let's do it. Blast off. We'll call it that. All right, here we go. Number one, Luca Brasi. Father. Bobby Shafto. 
Father. Mo Green. Mother? Tom Hagen. Father. Solomon Grundy. F- what? <laughs> mother. S- Solomon Grundy. You're saying mother. Okay. Jack Spratt. Mother. Sonny Corleone. Father. Okay. Let's go ahead. I know I got the last one in Jack Spratt. So. I'm saying five out of seven. That's my guess. I think I got six. I think I nailed it again. I'm good at guessing, guys. <laughs> All right, we have a five out of seven. Ah. <laughs> uh, the, you got yeah, mixed up with a couple of those. First of all, Luca Brasi is a character from The Godfather. That's mm-hmm. the guy who, you know, first scene when they're at the wedding. Dude, and, I've and never the, seen it. The it's guy's too long sitting outside me. rehearsing. <laughs> it's so you're a fucking loser. All right, <laughs> Luca Brasi's from The Godfather. Bobby Shafto, you are incorrect. That is from that is a Mother Goose character. Uh. Mo Green is the other one you got incorrect. That was a character from The Godfather. So if you would have reversed those, you would have had a seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tom Hagen is the lawyer from The Godfather. Solomon Grundy is a Mother Goose character, which you had some issues with. You were thinking of Batman, weren't you? I don't know. Yeah. Oh. I know Jack I've heard it before. Pratt, but. Mother Goose, and Sonny Corleone you got from The Godfather. So five out of seven this week. Okay. I'll do better next time, guys. I play. I did a gamble. I thought that you hadn't seen The Godfather, so yeah, that's why I picked me. this You're one. You're the only one out of the three of us who has. Really? Yeah. That's so good. I hear. Marlon no, Brando. I, I also heard that uh, Breaking Bad was good, and it blows. <sighs> wow. Blow. Wow. You're gonna, we're going to get letters, Dr. Scientist, <laughs> and if someone got pissed and they no wanted to send us a letter, far in. where would they send that email to, <laughs> Sir Tom Slap? Send it to plottytime at gmail.com. And I'll, I'll agree with you that Scientist is way wrong on Breaking Bad because that was a good, good series. If you wanted to blast out Breaking Bad memes to us on the socials, how would you do that, <laughs> Dr. Scientist? At Plotty Time on Instagram or threads or stop by the subreddit and uh, tell us how much Breaking Bad sucked because I'm right and they're wrong. <laughs> wow. Damn, dog. Damn. Uh, you can also go to YouTube, like, subscribe there, tell us how great Breaking Bad is. It really helps us out. <laughs> you can also go to our uh, store, playtime.com, sends into our eBay storefront where you can buy stuff to support us. That about does it for us. So, uh, shout out to Blaine JJ, Drago the Slago Handman, and the dude in our hearts, Louise Guzman. More importantly than all that, don't trust Dr. Scientists. And we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.